Welcome to episode number 138 of the Tau Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. We got a little bit of a different format today because we're going to take a little bit of a break until after San Diego Comic-Con. Um, we've never taken a break from the podcast in the last four years, um, so <laughs> we're going to try it out. Uh, as you guys probably know already, Chris and I are on different coasts and... He's got some family stuff coming up, um, as well as I do, so we were like, you know what, let's just breathe a little bit. So I do have some news, uh, we're going to go over, same format as always, and Chris is going to add in his Pursuit of Plastic at the end, but we recorded it separately this time. Um, so yeah, so this will be the last episode for a little while, uh, so let's call it a mid-season break, if you will. But let's get right into this Marvel TV news, So and movie news. Uh, speaking of which, Donnie Yen is on the short list for Shang-Chi. Uh, Donnie Yen's last time I saw him was in um, the Rogue One. So he's part of the Disney family, which means you're pretty much in it for the rest of your life, unless you screw up a lot. And um, it'd be great to have him as part of the of the movie and get this cast um, going, because this, this film is coming out probably soon we don't know any of the dates of any of these upcoming marvel films for phase five phase four phase four um maybe it's five but anyway (laughs) regardless we're gonna be uh getting more casting news um all the time pretty much so uh this would be great to add donnie uh donnie yen to shang chi so let's see what happens dwayne johnson uh The Rock said that him and Kevin Feige will be meeting soon. What does that mean? Um, Is he still Black Adam over at DC? Probably, maybe. You know, some of these guys um, will do a little bit of crossing over, um, you know, depending. But, uh, you know, it would be great to see The Rock added to Marvel, to be honest with you. In what role, what capacity, what would I want to see him as? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about the Eternals. Maybe he's a character in the Eternals. You know, uh, we've got some rumors as far as, you know, what we're going to see in Black Widow and stuff like that. But I don't know. (laughs) It's all rumors right now. So who knows? Maybe he comes over and just lends a voice. You know what I mean? Like a Brad Cooper. So you don't really see him, but you hear him. Um, that's a possibility that, if he's still slated for Black Adam, I could see something like that happening. But uh, in the meantime, The Rock getting added to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, getting part of that Disney family again, all about it. All about it. So let's hop over the pond and go over to DC. Um, Drew Von Acker is cast as Aqualad in Titans. So last week we said Mercy Graves was cast. Um Aqualad, which is a member of Young Justice, for the most part, um, one of the main characters in Young Justice in the cartoon. This is interesting news because Titans Season 2 is really turning up to be quite the show. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the budget's like with Aqualad getting added in there. That's obviously a lot more CGI, though, you know, they handled it well with Raven and with Beast Boy. So I just am like, in Starfire, um, season two sounds crazy. 
just with all the casting news alone. Deathstroke's in there, you know what I mean? Like, as we said last week, if Mercy Graves is there, does that mean Lex is there? Um, we also do have another Kryptonian clone coming over and another member of Young Justice. So this this show is turning out to be Young Justice live action. <laughs> so <laughs> count us in, count us in. And speaking of which, we did get a preview for uh, the upcoming second half uh, for Young Justice um, Season 3. So that's coming to the DC Universe while it still exists. Um, The fans demanded it. They gave it to us. The first half of the season was pretty cool. So, you know, excited to see what they're going to do with with the second half. And, uh, you know, that show has just been a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. It's... DC's animated, they always know what they're doing. They always do a really great job. They always give a lot of fan service. And I'm excited to see where these characters are going to go in the the second half of the season. So stay tuned for that. Um, So let's go over to some comic news. Uh, We have on DC Slate, the Shazam Who Laughs is on the way. Um, they had been teasing that dark Billy Batson, and now the Shazam who who laughs um, will begin his own, I think, like a one-off thing. Um, obviously, they had tremendous success with uh, the Batman who laughs, and I think they're just kind of trying to continue that trend over here. Um, whatever. I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm okay if they want to keep making everyone who laughs. <laughs> they're enjoyable characters, and it's creepy addition to the DC uh, universe in that way. Um, The $1 reprints are coming uh, from DC. So they're taking some popular storylines and giving to the fans for just a dollar. So, you know, Harley Quinn number one was in there. I think the first issue of Hush was in there. You know, there's a bunch of titles. You can see them online, but... um, if you want to catch up on some of the best stories from DC for just a dollar, you know, jump right into it. Um, that's worth the cost. And so some of you guys might have been on the fence and, oh, it's so hard to get into these runs because they've been going on for such a long time. For a dollar, it's worth jumping into and, and checking it out. And then... <clears throat> This actually is not a comic book piece of news, and I should move it. Um, But we did get a look at the Joker film. Uh, Todd Phillips, the director, did tweet out an image um, where we got Joaquin Phoenix putting on his makeup. And with that image, he did confirm the film will be rated R. We all pretty much knew it. but this was a confirmation of that. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's going on with this Joker film. I still have really, I don't know. I'm apprehensive about it just because of the fact that it's like, does it fit into the, to the you? Does it need to be? Um, is that his final Joker image? Like, again, I do have big faith in, um, Joaquin Phoenix is an actor, um, but I don't know. For right now, from what I saw from that first preview, to me, it didn't get me super excited. But, you know, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So let's move on over to Marvel news. Uh, as far as the comics go, on this year, as it's the Marvel's 80th anniversary, I guess, and the thousandth issue is coming out, um, they've been pulling in a lot of their uh, old roster to come back and do some short stories. This one, we've got some heavy hitters here. Chris Claremont and Bill Sinkenovich are reunited for an all-new New Mutants, one-shot, subtitled War Children. Um, they've both been in the Marvel roster for a very long time. Chris Claremont, I mean, the dude created some of the greatest stories that we've ever seen from the X-Men. Um, so, like, the two of them together, you know, artwork by Sinkanovich, who's just, phew, amazing you know what I mean? Like, I'm super, super excited to see just what all of this is going to bring, even though it's a, um, you know, shorter story. It's not going to be super long, but at the same time, like, that's fine with me. I'm I'm excited to see what those two guys do again. I got the pleasure of meeting Chris Claremont years ago at a New York Comic Con great guy uh still loves the character still loves marvel and um i know he'll bring his a game to this one <clears throat> marvel's also been doing some teasing in the spider-man realm by uh putting out just an image of the of the number four <clears throat> um you know wrapped in webbing and it said uh you know like stay tuned or upcoming from marvel so fans are speculating a lot of things um, in the comic book realm. The the big thing is maybe it's tying to the Fantastic Four comic. We know uh, Baghead <laughs> Spider Man was was a part of the Fantastic Four. Um, you know they've had to team up numerous times on missions. Like so, is this a crossover comic? Again, we don't really know. And with this 80th anniversary, you know, really kind of kicking off this fall. Um, it'll be interesting to see what this actually means. And then we have uh, Sony. This is kind of in the comic book realm. They're doing a, an Into the Spider-Verse artwork show called What's Up Danger, um, the Into the Spider-Verse tribute show, which includes some original artwork by Babs Tarr, Mindy Lee, Jack Wyatt, uh, Helen Chen, and many others um people who've contributed to miles over the years people who contributed concept art um to the making of into the spider-verse so if you happen to be probably in the la area uh look it up um this into the spider-verse tribute show or it actually also could just be artwork that was just inspired by the movie which was one of the most beautiful looking animated things of all time and then finally, in Marvel comic news, we've got a Wolverine versus Blade comic uh, coming out in July. Uh, Chris and I were talking about it last week, how, you know, there's that rumor that maybe Blade's going to, you know, enter the MCU somehow, maybe in a Hulu show, um, maybe this comic, maybe introducing him here and there in some other runs. Lately, is there a way of introducing the character back into the limelight? I don't know, but... Uh, you know, it's always fun to see these little one-shots. Um, obviously, something like 
Hulk versus Wolverine is one of the greatest one shots. It's super fun. Um, love the character, love both characters. So why are they fighting? I don't know, but you find out in uh, in July. Over in Valiant News, uh, Lords number one uh, at the time of this recording has made its debut. Um, Fred Van Lenty is back. Um, He's never left the Valiant universe, but he's back on a new comic, and it. Chris uh, actually had the honor and privilege to interview uh, Van Lenty about the comic, as well as preview Cylords number one, um, so please check that out on the website, don'tforgettotell.com, and you can read the interview as well as check out a preview of the upcoming comic. Well, it's out. Down now, read it, go read it, and then read the interview, or both. <laughs> we love that stuff that they do over at Valiant. Um, the creator of Battle Chasers, the comic uh, and video game, um, which is a great video game, uh, I actually backed on Kickstarter. One of the things about the Kickstarter was, in addition to the video game, we were supposed to be getting Battle Chasers 10 through 12, um, because the series did end at 9, and finally... Um, we are going to be getting those issues. There was just some hang-up, so if you're a Battle Chasers fan, uh, they say that we will get those remaining issues, which is exciting, finally. And then, last piece of comic book news, guys. Um, in Fairy, which is a DFAT comic, uh, the Kickstarter is still going. Still got a little bit over a week left on that, so if you haven't gone and you know helped fund the comic... Please check it out on Kickstarter. In Fairy is a crime saga involving mythological creatures. It's supernatural, meets Buffy, meets The Sopranos. I think you guys would have a hell of a time with it. So please uh, check that out. Please fund it. Please help. <laughs> and we appreciate everyone who's been supporting the comic run uh, so far. So, like we said, it's going to be a little bit of a different format on this episode. So right now we're going to go to a quick commercial break. reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of don'tforgetatowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. Alright, we are back after those commercials and we're going to jump into TV news. Um, we got another look at The Boys, the Amazon series um, from the comic book, Garth Enos comic book. <sighs> this trailer, I didn't even watch it all. And the reason why is because I've read this comic, not the whole run, but enough of it to know at least what the first season's going to be about, if not a couple seasons. This was straight up out of the comic, and they put their own flair on it. We got Carl Urban in this thing, Simon Pegg is in it. Like, we've got some heavy hitting cast, and 
it was really following long enough to the comic that I, I got super excited about, super jazz. Garth Enos, you guys have been listening. He's one of my favorite writers. Um, super violent, <laughs> as always. You know, very, very hard R. And it's going to be really interesting to see what the reception is on this. Um, because our Garth Enos is not for everybody. <laughs> Um, you know, they did get three seasons of the, of the preacher on, uh, FX and, um, you know, they mixed it up from what the comic was. Definitely. This looks to be a little bit more comic book accurate, which means Lord knows what, uh, what the fans are going to get. So, uh, I encourage you to check out the trailer. That's going to give you a pretty good barometer as what to expect in the show. And if you like that, then, uh, you know, watch it. Um, I think the show comes out in July. Uh, moving on over to the CW, they have released their full lineup of fall premieres. Um, one thing that I didn't know, I, I don't know why, I guess I assumed that we weren't getting Batwoman until 2020, but instead we are getting her on October 6th. So she's getting her series premiere and then Supergirl follows right after, um, so 8 o'clock and then 9 o'clock. Uh, the Flash um, is coming back on Tuesday, October 8th. Wednesday, we have Riverdale as well as Nancy Drew. Thursday, uh, we get Supernatural. Um, and then the following week, for some reason, on the 15th, we get another episode two of The Flash with arrow uh its premiere on the 15th of october and then a week after that pretty much like on the 21st is the season premiere black lightning i'm not quite sure why everything is just staggered like that but regardless of that you know we're gonna get some some stuff coming over so it's gonna be very interesting um to you know see how this all works together um you know, CW has been doing a really good job with the Arrowverse, and I'm excited to see how Batwoman fits into it. And then finally in TV news, um, Eliza Clark has been named the showrunner on Why the Last Man. As you guys know, both showrunners just kind of disappeared, and the show was kind of in hiatus, but now it seems to be back. Same cast, same timeline, still expected to come out next year. Um... But now with this new showrunner, hopefully we've got some more news that will be coming up soon is, you know, maybe some more behind the scenes looks at uh, what to expect from the show. Why the Last Man is one of my favorite comics um, written by Brian K. Vaughn. So we're going to see uh, see what happens with this. Glad to glad to see we got some news. Movie news. Not a lot, guys. Um, big thing is, is that we're getting a prequel novel as well as a movie or movies uh, connected to the Hunger Games. So on May 19th, 2020, the book will come out um, set 65 years before the beginning of the first Hunger Games book or film. Um, So uh, maybe I think at the beginning of the first Hunger Games itself. So it's going to be interesting. I'm sure... As those movies made a ton of money, as well as the books, that they'll probably milk it, and they'll probably do three movies, make it into a trilogy, which, as we all know, The Hunger Games, whew, that uh, it went on too long. So, we'll, we'll see what all this shapes up. I will say, 
I'm definitely going to read it because <laughs> I did like those books. So uh, there we go. Over in gaming news, we have a Stranger Things 3, the game, coming to mobile. It'll be an RPG. Uh, there was a Stranger Things um, RPG, kind of like an Earthbound, that came out uh, a couple years ago. It was set, I want to say, in between seasons one and two. Um, honestly, it was an awesome game. It was a lot of fun. We actually reviewed it over on Brewlist. Um, so if you, you know, check out our sister site, Brewlist, you can, uh, hear about a review of that game along with whatever craft beer we match it up with. But yeah, as they're doing another Stranger Things mobile game, I'm there. And honestly, even if it costs money, if it's like six bucks, it's probably worth it because they did a really fantastic job of that last game. And I think it was free. So I gladly play, pay money if they, if they want me to. Uh, so let's go over to Star Wars news. Um, this is actually kind of more comic book news, but Greg Pak and Phil Noto are joining um, Star Wars number 68 as that ongoing series starts bridging the gap a little bit more closer to The Empire Strikes Back. Um, as the series actually has been going on since uh, between episodes four and five, now we're getting closer to five. I don't know if that means that they'll do a time jump to after five because or maybe they'll do it as like side stories within five. Not really sure how that all works out, um, but we're getting closer to that timeline. And then um, we do have our new uh, head of I don't know what the best term would be for this. I guess. She's going to be the Senior Vice President of Live Action Development and Production for Lucasfilm. So this is going to be Michelle Rejwan, um, who's getting added uh, to that role. She has worked with J.J. Uh, Abrams for a while on movies like Super 8 and Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, she was one of the co-producers on The Force Awakens. So she has been there uh, with also on... Um, you know, The Rise of Skywalker, she's been working on that too. So over the last seven years, she's been a producer uh, throughout this Star Wars world. Um, she is going to be helping shape all areas of story development from theatrical film development to live action content for Disney+. Plus. So she is our Kevin Feige. You know, we've been we've been talking about it, how Kathleen Kennedy has really not been that. Um, she's more of a producer. She's been getting, you know, the pieces in place to get these films made. But she has, like, really no hand in connecting canon, it seems, even though we do have that story group. Not really connecting any of the other stuff, you know, the books, the movies, the video games. Sorry, everything connected to the movies, but... Hopefully, uh, Rejwan, um, when she steps into this role, will will do that. Because unlike Marvel, um, they've never said that the comics would be connected to the movies. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, we know the areas of contention there um, with Ike Termalter Term uh, basically running TV and Kevin Feige running movies. Um, but now with Disney+, Plus, Kevin Feige will do both you know um so now knowing that the live action star wars uh 
TV shows are going to be connected with the movies and how does that all line up. Um, this is going to be really interesting and I'm glad that we have somebody running the ship. Um, this is exciting news. I'm really happy to hear this. I'm happy that she's been working with J.J. Abrams for a while. Uh, you know what I mean? So that kind of has my, you know, piques my interest. So obviously it's not David Filoni. <laughs> we would all love to be in the role. Has nothing to do uh, with gender at all. It's just that Filoni has been, you know, he worked under the under the master, under George Lucas. Um, he is, for all intents and purposes, mini George Lucas. So, you know, uh, and, and I understand that maybe he doesn't want that kind of responsibility. But we will see what this means. Um, and what this has to do with, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful for the future. And as you guys all know, rebel, rebellions were built on hope. So, um, at this point though, let's go over to the pursuit of plastic. All right. Towelite toy lovers. Uh, let's check out what's coming soon, what's been announced in the toy world this week. So uh, first up, we have uh, a 1-6 scale figure of The Bride, uh, Uma Thurman's character from Kill Bill. Uh, this one specifically with her yellow jumpsuit. Uh, it's being made by Star Ace Toys. Uh, so it's got 30 points of articulation, uh, you know, authentic likeness of Uma Thurman. Uh, with accurate facial expression and detailed skin texture. So this looks like uh, a little bit more like a uh, kind of what Fyshin was doing. So I, I kind of like that with the female figures. So that's kind of cool. So um comes with, um, you know, multiple head, head sculpts, uh, multiple interchangeable hands, a sword and sheath, a bloody eyeball, a wooden stick, and of course the, uh, the display stand. So um, pre-orders should be up. And so, you know, you can also get it at most comic and collectible shops. So uh, priced at $219, you're looking at a release of next year, uh, January, early 2020. Uh, next up, we have the latest in the DC Designer Series statues. Um, this one's by Emanuela Lapicino. Uh, so we get a Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Very cute. Uh, I love I love the two of them together. They're you know, they're a great pair. We have a new series coming up from DC. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's great, especially for, um, for Pride Month. So very cool. Very cool. I love those two characters. Uh, next up, uh, something <laughs> funny and weird. Uh, we're getting, uh, from Funko, a Batman damned pop figure. Uh, it's going to be a previews exclusive. Uh, so this one, you know, it's the comic got a lot of, uh, <laughs> notoriety when it came out and it had a you know a drawing of Batman's penis on it so it's uh that that since has been corrected it has gone back for reprints I, actually I don't think it did I think it was actually never reprinted it was very limited so I have the issue and it's worth money but unfortunately um you know for you uh Batman uh you know phallic lovers out there this figure is not going to be featuring that of course so um yes so all laughs aside uh this 
this figure is coming at you. You can pre-order it now. Uh, so, you know, if you want that part of your collection, your Batman collection, do it up. It is a cool-looking suit. Um, just in a couple uh, announcements here, uh, we've talked about these NECA Karate Kid 8-inch figures for a while. Uh, they are now available. You can get them on NECA's uh, Amazon and eBay stores. Uh, of course, we do have, you know, they're available on other sites as well, but you'll have to wait a little bit longer. This is always, you know, the first dibs if you want to get your hands on them immediately. For those of you that were lucky enough to get your Jean Crease, like me, I know you're looking forward to uh, the rest of the sets. So look forward to uh, Daniel versus Johnny, uh, the two-pack for tr- featuring, you know, the, the karate mats and the and the trophy and whatnot. And then... Uh, and then the single packs of uh, Daniel with uh, street clothes, Mr. Miyagi, and uh, Johnny in his skeleton, his skeleton costume from Halloween. So, very cool. I love NECA's uh, cloth line, and uh, I hope that they do continue, you know, making these great figures. Uh, and then finally today, uh, just a little SDCC uh, <laughs> uh, exclusive news: the Mattel uh, Slim Jim styled Macho Man WWE Elite figure is now available for pre-order. You can find that on our affiliate site, uh, Entertainment Earth. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to uh, snap into a Slim Jim, get you know get online right now and pre-order that figure because uh, it'll be going fast, uh, limited supply, and I you know how popular wrestling figures are. So, yeah, but that's uh, that's about it, guys. Uh, you know, we got San Diego Comic Con in a in a few weeks here, so uh, we'll be taking a little break. And uh, we'll be back with some great news and a whole new phase of DFAT. So, um, yeah, so look for us online at don'tforgetatowel.com, your uh, daily source for news, reviews, interviews, and more. Uh, Also on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, DFA Towel. Uh, Again, this is Chris, and Casey took part of the first half of the show. So we're signing off, and we will see you in a couple weeks, Towelites. Bye.